Venus come. He has a blessing with your name on it. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Come to God with an expectation on the table. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She's greatly anointed, and I am excited of what God's going to say to us today. I, I'm expecting. I'm expecting. I hope you are expecting. I'm going to pray to the next word, words you're going to hear from Minister Venus. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, we say hallelujah. Lord, we bless your name. We say God, we bless you. We lift you. Lord, you are worthy of all the praise. Father, even now as we come, we ask for a special anointing on Sister Venus. And Lord, that you would just, just pour out on her. Allow her to be an instrument of your glory. Lord, as a master violinist, play her as she's your instrument. Play her until our hearts jump out till till the holy spirit fall in our room till lord we hear your voice till we see your glory until something happens and there's a shift in the atmosphere today lord anoint her pour her out as a drink offering touch us lord lift us up as isaiah got called up and found himself in your presence let us get caught up in your presence, Lord. We need to see you. We need to hear you. We stand desperately in need of a refreshing today, Lord. Do what only you can do in the mighty name of Jesus. Pour out, Lord. Pour out, Lord. Pour out in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Give God some praise. For Sister Minister Venus, as she now comes. Praise God. I want to say happy Mother's Day and Women's Day to every woman. I will be coming to you from Ezekiel, Exodus. I don't know why I got Ezekiel. I think this pastor just prayed it. <laughs> but Exodus 3.14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me. As I, when I was asked about uh, speaking for Mother's Day, I kind of waved a little bit, but as I thought about it, I said, well, you know what? I have a lot of experience, is I guess. Um, I know what it is to be a single mother. I know what it is to take children on and raise them. I also even know how to be a mother to my parents and caring for them. And so I figured I really had something that I could talk about that I had already experienced and that I could identify with. But as I began to start writing those thoughts down, it would not come together. I got a little frustrated and then I went to pray to God and I wanted to tell him, you know, about remember how you did this when I was a single mother and how you brought me out of this? And I tried to go back down and write it again and it still wouldn't come together. And I remember one particular Thursday I was coming here for uh, our praise team uh, rehearsal and I poked my head in pastor's office and even though I was smiling, I looked in and he said, 
I know God's got a word for you. Well, even though I was smiling, honestly, inside, I said, no, he doesn't. I, I don't have a word because I, 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 I could not put anything together. And I did not say anything out my mouth. I just kept smiling. But as I was about to tell him uh, what I was thinking in my mind, of, I, I, I was thinking about how to be a single mother. He immediately did this, and he didn't even know. He said, ah, go and ask God, what does he want to say through you and to his people. Go and ask God, what does he want to say to and through his people? So I got up early, early. And I asked him, God, what do you want to say to your people? I kept hearing this statement the whole time that I was trying to come up with something. And I kept hearing it, but I assumed it was associated with because I was speaking on Mother's Day. However, in the midst of it, I pushed it to the side because I could not identify with it nor did I have any experience in what I kept hearing. But I went and I asked God, I said, Lord, what do you want to say? And he says, I want you to tell them I will be a mother for the motherless. I won't lie, I stood up. And I said, I'm not experiencing this. I, I can't identify with this because by the grace of God, through the ups and the downs, and through many hospital visits, my mother is still here. And so I could not identify, and, and I got a little nervous. And God says, tell them I will be a mother for the motherless. So I began to get some paper and I began to try to understand or get an idea of, of what I thought. So I wrote down a mother and I wrote down one who gives birth or life to the natural child. And I wrote that down, okay. And I said, well, a mother could also be one who has adopted uh, or provided a permanent house or provided a means for their child through a legal process. It is one who provides a permanent home to a child through a means of legal process. That is one who adopts. And I wrote that down. And then I said, okay, sometimes you are not one who has birthed a natural child. And maybe you're not a mother that has actually uh, adopted or brought into a home, a child into your home um, through a personal mean of legal process. But there is a mother that is also one who is wise. Uh, one who is very, uh, that has the very express essence of wisdom. It's that mother that gives you the road map into life when everything seems to be very dark and very vague. 
It's the one that will rebuke you, but at the same time, love you at the same time. It's like a hurt so good when they are talking to you to encourage you and to build you up. And as I, I, I looked at it, as I wrote my definitions down, I said, Lord, he said, look at it again. He said, tell them I will be a mother for the motherless. Amen. I said, well, I see that a mother is one who gives birth to their natural child. And I see that a mother can also be one who has adopted or brought in a child uh, permanently in their home through a legal process. And then I also see uh, that even though they may have not naturally birthed a child or maybe not have brought a child in through adoption, giving them a permanent home through a legal process, they are one who is wise, who speaks wisdom, who gives guidance and strength and, and gives them the power to go on. And I looked at it again. I said, I don't know. He said, look at it again. And the word started separating. Tell them I will be a mother for the motherless. Yeah. I looked at it again and I said, all I see and all of a sudden it says, I saw life giver. Yeah. Tell them I will be a life giver, the eternal life, the abundant life, not when you die, but right now. Amen. Tell them I will be an everlasting dwelling place satisfied by the means of a legal process. Yes. Tell them I will be the very essence, the expression of all things. I said, Lord, I see something. It's a little vague, but I see something. Tell them I will be. John can probably express it. Tell them that I so love them that I, the life giver, gave the very essence of my life through my son that they will have everlasting eternal life the abundant life that they will not perish nor die not when they give their last breath but God says tell them right now, right now. God says tell them Ezekiel said it best in 36 and 26 I will give them I am the one that will give them the everlasting dwelling place, which I will give them a new heart, my heart. I will give them a new spirit. I will give them myself. I will take away the heart of stone. And I'll place myself in them that their heart is receptive to me and my word and my way. And tell them Paul best said in 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, For I, God, the life giver, made Christ my son, who is the very essence of my life, who knew no sin, to become the legal process in order to bring you into this everlasting dwelling place to give you the abundant life, the life giver. God says also, Tell them 
I will be all things. Do you not know? Have you not heard? I am God, the everlasting God. I am the creator of all things. I never grow tired. I don't grow weary. I don't give up. I am all things. My understanding, my wisdom, my ways go far beyond what you could ever comprehend. Tell them I am who I am. I am peace. I am joy. If you're looking for the who, I am who. I am peace. I am joy. I am strength. I am long-suffering. I am enduring. Tell them I will, not only am I who I am, I will become what I choose to become. In you, I'm not only joy, but I choose to become the very thing that you need inside of you to fulfill the purpose that I've called you for. Not only I am who I am, and I will become what I need to become for that which I've called you to become, I will create Whatever I need to create because I've designed you so perfect as my masterpiece. That which I need for you. That which I purpose you for. I am the great I am. Tell them I will be the breath, the life in them. Tell them. Tell them I will be life for the motherless. As I begin to sit there and think about it, I begin to think about motherless, and I could take off my mind of what I just knew the definition mm -hmm. was all about. I assume when God kept saying, I will be a mother for the motherless, that it meant someone who is without mother. I assume. When I asked God, what do you want me to say? That you would say it through me, but to your people. I assume mm. that maybe motherless meant one who is abandoned or forsaken. Mm. I assume that motherless was, was one who is without or without wisdom, unlearned. They don't know. But I believe now, when I was, God was giving me the title and he kept saying it in my spirit and I kept pushing it away. I pushed it away because I didn't feel like I could identify, I could speak. I realized that he was not talking on the surface of things, but he was talking about salvation. He was not only talking about the beginning of salvation, but why you're in salvation. Mm, yes. I will be a mother for the motherless. I began to look, he said, look at it. I realized that there were two different types of motherless, but they almost had the same identity, yet they were different. Mm. For they both experienced death. They both experienced forsaking. They both experienced position. As I began to 
meditate and begin to say, God, allow me to see what you see. God says, I want you to tell them. And then I want you to tell them. I want you to tell them that are motherless, that I so love them, that I have given my son that you can experience the abundant life. You may have a good job. You may have money in the bank. You may have a lot of things going for you, but the truth of the matter is, you don't feel like you have purpose, meaning. I want you to tell them, I will give them life. Life abundantly, not when they leave the earth, but while they're here now. I want you to tell them that don't know me, the motherless, that not only will I, I give them life, I will also take away the old man in them and I will place my heart. I will place the very essence of who I am. I'll allow you to understand the things that you go through, the struggles that you go through, that they're not out to destroy you or not out to kill you, that they come to bring forth that which is inside of you, which is me. Tell them that are motherless, that are without me, that not only have I, will I place myself in them, but I will also place them in me eternally, permanently. I've done it through a means of a legal process of how I've given my son, but you're not only just saved, I will give them the authority to walk in who they are, to walk into their purpose, not just living life just to live it, but I'll give them the everlasting life. And I'll also be the who, all things that they need. I'll shape and design their purpose. I'll shape their character. I know what I've designed them because I'm the master who has created the masterpiece. I know what I've done with them. Tell them that I I want them. I have purpose for them. I have a calling for them. You think just because you may be a a vice president of a company or you're maybe doing good that you have reached the highest height, but God said, no, tell them. I will be, you have not begun to live life until I've lived it through you. Tell them I will be. And now I want you to tell them who have received the life-giving, abundant Mm -hmm. life, the everlasting life. I want them to know that you don't stop living life as if I'm waiting to get to heaven. But God says, I've given you abundant life, the unlimited grace and favor Mm -hmm. of God in your life for a purpose. You have the life of me in you. Tell them, them who are saved, them who have received my spirit, those who know that I have taken away your sin and I place you in me and I've given you a new heart and I've given you a new spirit, which is my spirit. You have all that you need because you are in me. Tell them 
that are motherless, I come. I am coming, and even with the trials and the tribulations, it is to change your state of being. It is to change who you are. Yes, the reason why I said both of them have death, because one was death. You just live life, and that's all that there is to life. God has placed so much treasure in you. I would hate the grave to be even more richer with all that God has placed in you. God says, I've placed so much in you. So much in you, and I, I have so much. And it's not just for you, it's for my people. But God is saying also to us that are saved. Yeah. I place myself in you. Not only that I place myself in you, the things that you're going through, the trials and the tribulations that you are going through, you are like a sheep that's been led to the slaughter mm. to die daily. Mm. For in this body, you carry the death of Christ Amen. so that the life of Christ may live out of you, may dwell out of you. Your death is different. A lot of times you want to give up, but also he said, just allow them to know, to remember, I will be the life, the source. You are in the everlasting God. I lack nothing. I am all things. In every situation that you are going through, I will be who I will be. If you need more peace, I will be who I will be. Not only will I be who I will be, whatever that you're going through, I will become. Whatever I need to become, because guess what? I'm creating in you whatever I have called and created you to be. Mm. I will be life in you Amen. so that you can have the abundant life Amen. that you may die to yourself. Mm. Guess this, look, with myself, I can speak for myself. I got a little tired of coming to church. Mm. Reason why I got tired of coming to church is because I realized one thing about dying is in order for me to die so that Christ may live, and in order for me to save the new man, it has to be relationship. Amen. And I began to get myself back in line with God. Mm. So that he can minister to me. And as I begin to get myself back in line with God, I realize he has been my mother from my motherless state. Oh, wow. Yes. I started reminiscing about yes. some things that I felt that hurt me. Yes. And I realized I was just dying. <laughs> me. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm a hard fighter selfish fighter but I realized he was killing me yes. he was being a mother bringing forth the life he's already given me because I've accepted him as my savior I believe that Jesus Christ has died on the cross yes. nothing made sense and, and when life got heavy and trying to boggle life and being a parent being a wife and trying to take care of my mother I, I just sit back and give him praise as I realized mm. He was killing me. Yes. He's been a mother. Mm. He will be life for my motherless. He has been my mother for my motherless state of being. Mm. 
My motherless state of being has to do with my position. It is what I'm surrounded in that affects my internal and external development. He was changing me so that I could live. And I realized church wasn't all about just church. Reading the scripture as an antic for church. We read the scripture here. We sing here. And then we pray here. And that's it. No. It was the very breath of God. The very breath of God. And the more that I began to die, what seems like that which was hurting my emotions was not hurting my emotions. It was killing me so that the life, the authority of God could begin to reign in my life. He was creating in me that I will be the source, his life. Prayer did become an antic for church. Prayer did not become something that I do just to check off my list. But I realized authority, God can, but I've been learning that he will not without man. He's given his authority to man. God says, what I placed in you is myself. And I want you to be fruitful in it and multiply it, replenish it with me and subdue it with my authority. But the only way that is possible Mm. is that you must die to self, that you must die to self. Mm. You've got everything you need. Mm. You're without excuse, except the fact that if you don't want to die. But I began to pray, and and for a moment I was praying as if I was sending him on a journey. And I would begin to pray, like, Lord, could you go do that? And could you go do that? But when he was having me go through the different scenarios and issues of life, because I don't want to go anywhere. I want to go in you. Speak it with authority. It is not that you're just, you are not the one that is motherless without me. You are the motherless because you are dying so that I can live through you. Now, when you speak, I need you to go back to my word to remind me of that which you have permission to speak, which is my word. And so I begin to speak that which is word and I begin to feel a little different, not Mm. conceited, but spiritually conceited, confident that he would because he was shifting. He was shaping, even though he was breaking because he is the I am. He is the great mother. He was doing an awesome and a great thing in me. And as I begin to pray, I begin to pray his word back to him. And the things that I didn't understand, it was the fact that God wanted to remind me, do you believe that you are inside of the everlasting, all-knowing, all-wise God? I said, yes, God. I believe, but I'm going to be truthful. I feel kind of funny concerning this situation. And I'm so glad he he comes and he meets where we're at. But yes, he takes us where he needs us to be. And I begin to speak his word. 
And God says, what I tell you, I said, you told me to mind your business and you'll mind mine. First yeah. seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness, yeah. his will, his way and his plan. I'll take care of all of that if you focus on me. Yeah. And as I was going through my emotions of wanting to see what God was doing with my business, I had to realize the more that I was worried. I said, what did I tell you to do? I began to pray and I began to read his word of what he has promised me and who he is. And I got, I got off of my situation that I got caught up in the honest of who he is. Yes. You mean you love me that much that you yes. have removed everything that I have done and will ever do? Mm. Only to place me inside of you that I may rule and reign as you have designed and called us to? You don't want me to send you on an error, but you want me to begin to pray and mm. then you will move. God will move as it is in heaven, so shall it be on earth. Mm. Uh, you want me to stop saying cute cliche and, and cute scriptures because it's fitting, but that you believe that what I believe, what I'm speaking is that God is moving and he is speaking mm. to his people. Yes. 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 Tell them I will be what I did not think I could identify with or what I was qualified to mm. speak with because I was looking on mm. the surface of things. God will be brokenhearted, tore up, wanting to give up, breaking, only that he can have his being in me. Oh, God, I'm so grateful yeah. that in every heartache, every yeah. disappointment, yeah. everything that seemed horrible, oh, I got a little crazy, y'all. I started to get like James. I counted all joy. I'm so matter of fact, I'm counting all joy, but not only that I'm counting all joy, that, that that there's no reason for me to get upset when I'm going through trials and tribulations. Why? I'm excited, but yet at the same time, I'm like, Lord, I don't like it, but I know that yeah. I've experienced you, so I know that I'm dying so yeah. that you may live again. Yeah. I know so I can count this as joy. I know my character will never be the same because you are creating in me what you choose to create in me yeah. for your design and your purpose. And, and so I get it. I count it all joy. God, have your way. Though you slay me yet, will I trust you? Yeah. You will be a mother in my motherless state. Mm. In every situation, and not that I have obtained, that I get it all. But I'm so grateful that I now have wisdom, not of my own, but of God to say he's with me. If he's with me, who can be against me? Yeah. I'm not yet what I ought to be. Yeah. But I'm so grateful that as I am dying in my motherless state, mm -hmm. dying, forsaken the old man, not only forsaking the old man, but realizing that I'm in the all knowing God. I'm in position. I'm covered. I'm surrounded. I'm yes. submerged by yes. he who is all things that will guide and lead me. Mm. All we have to do is die. Yeah. Just die. Yeah. Tell them. Mm. Yeah. I'll 
do the forsaken as I'm destroying the old you. The yeah. dying for us is not the same as those that are unsaved. They are dead because they can't see. Mm. They are dead because circumstances swallow them. Our circumstances strengthen us. Yeah. Their circumstances tell them who they are. Our circumstances don't say a thing. It points to God and we are reminded who yeah. he is. Yeah. Yeah. God said, tell them, I, I will be, will be is the source. It is life. It is the breath. I will be a mother for the motherless. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Give God some praise. I know that word spoke to you because it spoke to me.